Holy Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Ha ha. Woo! Glory. Ha ha ha. Shaba. <laughs> you can never be too happy. It's like saying being too blessed. <laughs> I saw a brother post today on Facebook. What does it mean to you to be blessed? Happy? <laughs> Healed, made whole at Jesus Christ's level of wholeness in Zion? Favored by the king with blazing glory through your face? I mean, really, is there any limitation to the blessing of Christ? Only what we put on it ourselves by our limited thinking. Human beings have very, very limited thinking, and so our creativity is like zero compared to God's. So what we need to do is be transfigured by the renewing of our mind, washed by the water of the living word, and be reprogrammed with the Bible, really, the New Testament, the New Covenant, the words of Jesus. You know that Jesus Christ spoke through all the apostles, Peter, John, James, and wrote the New Testament. So you're actually reading the words of Jesus when you read the New Testament. You're reading the words of Jesus when you read the Bible. Heaven and earth will pass away, and everything that can be shaken is being shaken, but the Word of God remains forever exactly the same. You know that the Word of God is the only solid rock on earth. Everything else is shaking sand. The only thing that matters is having His words written on your heart. I've watched for years. People enjoy God's presence. People tell me, I love the worship time, but I can't stand the teaching and the preaching. They just turn off, they go to sleep, they let the demon just sit at the gates of their ears and their eyes and just stop their ears from hearing the Word of God. I've watched this my whole Christian life for 19 years. I saw it in Teen Challenge, saw it in Bible College. I've seen it for 12 years in ministry. People want to enjoy the good feeling. They want to feel good. You know, they like the nice sensation. They like the little goosebumps. But I'm telling you, all of that's just leading you to the Word. <laughs> the Word is what you really need. The worship time's wonderful. We get drunk on the glory every day. That's wonderful. Go wild in the river. But the river leads to the throne of the Word of God. <laughs> Revelation 19:13. His name is the Word of God. His name is the Word of God. And I have watched people reject the Word of God and reject His kingdom and be sealed outside the city gates because they only like His presence. Because they think His presence will bless their independent, rebellious will. I've watched it for years. I've seen it by the thousands. And it's astounded me. And I'm beginning to understand fully as I dive into the Word and spend many more hours per day in the Word and just get completely blowtorched with Jesus Christ, the Word of God, through all my heart every day. I've watched people distance themselves. I've watched the religious people not even be able to come near me. 
not even be able to speak at me. You get so much of the Word of God written on your heart. No one will even mess with you anymore. I'm telling you, the Word is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Already. The only thing left to do is have His Word written on your heart. (laughs) And people aren't willing to sacrifice their own words for His. That's the only issue of every human being in the world. And it's wonderful that people are sacrificing their words for His, because that's your salvation. You're saved because you heard a word and you believed it. That's salvation. Now, do you want to get saved at His level of salvation, or are you just going to settle for fire insurance? (laughs) Salvation isn't a one-time deal. It's an ever-increasing glory. We go from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. We go from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord Jesus. There's no other Lord except Jesus. If anyone's a Lord, it's because they're in Christ Jesus. All these other Lords, you know, of politics and religions, and you got all their names written on your city streets, and They name cities after themselves, you know, Constantinople, and they got all these different names of all their different warlocks and sorcerers that have served Satan's stars, and they brutalize their enemies in wars, and they've ruled in wicked empires and imperialism, and they've sacked their enemies like Genghis Khan. But all of that will fade away. It won't even be remembered. I tell you the truth. The history books will be rewritten so that only the Word of God's perspective of reality remains in the earth. That's the only word that remains forever. Every other word written in your heart and your mind is a false reality. It's a bubble. It's it's really actually an imprisonment of the fallen angels, if we're going to go there. The deception in the mind and the crookedness of the heart is the magic spell of Satan and his angels that causes people to live in their own little fantasy worlds. You see it everywhere in our society. I go around different cliques and I hang around different types of people every day and it's it's all demonic. You know, you got your little anime tribe and you got your little nerds going to their, you know, gaming store, Games by James. You got the jocks at Dick's Sporting Goods. You know, you got the outdoorsmen at Cabela's, you got the hunters, you know, you got the businessmen watching CNBC, watching Wall Street, and it's all like these little bubbles. And it's all demonic because it's all earthly, it's all worldly. The only bubble you're allowed to live in legally as a Christian is the kingdom of heaven bubble. <laughs> Let it bubble up today in your belly, the anointing, and burn off every facade all fakeness, everything worthless, every fantasy and vain imagination, every deception, all crookedness of the heart, every false reality from every false word that can be shaken. Let it burn off your heart. Let it burn off your brain. The only desire of the Father is that you have mental clarity, that you can see clearly from His eyes, Reality. Almost no Christians in the world have that mental clarity right now. They're so bewitched. The situation is so dire. But guess what? 
The Father's so good, He's going to wash away all the bewitchment in the whole world. And everyone will see and hear the Word of God clearly. They'll see the King. They'll see the King in the sons of God for decades before Jesus Christ physically returns. So that every single man and woman on the planet can see the glory of God, can see the mighty signs and wonders. The Apostle Paul preached that I had preached the fullness of the gospel, his testimony in his epistles. I preached the fullness of the gospel with mighty attesting signs and wonders. This glory is cracking. It's like seven thunders and lightning glory. Whatever it takes for anyone to believe in God, trust me, the signs and wonders will follow the preaching of the Word of God. I mean, I don't care how big your unbelief is. God will make you without excuse in this day so that you can fully be sealed in the glory of God that you believe every word of God, yes and amen, in Jesus Christ. That you believe everything that's written in the Bible, realized in your heart, made wine in your heart. (laughs) Not in theology, not in doctrine, not in brain, but in a blazing heart of the fire of God. Only in the anointing is the word of God animated. When the Word of God is animated, you live in the kingdom of heaven on earth. you got angels around you doing tons of stuff constantly. As it's written in Psalms, all His angels obey His words. Where are His words? Written on our hearts. Where is His anointing? In our spirit, our rich treasury of glory. Christ within us. Greater is He who is in us. Who's in you? Hopefully only Christ. If there's anything else in there, Los! Come out. <laughs> the only legal person allowed to be in your body, the temple of the Holy Ghost, is Christ, the Holy Ghost. Jesus is the man. Christ is the Holy Ghost. He was Jesus of Nazareth, the carpenter's son, until the dove descended upon him in the river Jordan when he was baptized by his cousin John. After that day, he was Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's the most powerful man that's ever walked the earth. And he's such a mighty warrior, such a mighty Jewish king, that he possesses everyone who calls upon his name. You're never alone. You have the king of the Jews inside your spirit life. If you lean with your whole personality on Jesus Christ inside you, you can do even greater works because He went to our Father. John 14. You'll do greater works. What are the greater works? Well, everything of the healing of the nations that He left for us to do because He ascended to the Father. He sent us the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, 120 in the upper room. They're like drunken men because they're filled with first love. They had the experience of Jesus Christ. Everything Jesus Christ had been experiencing with His apostles displayed before them for the previous three years. He's like, here's what I was going through. Here's the Father. Bam! First love. And they're drunk. They're drunk on love. And they're so in love that they stand up and instead of preaching condemnation, 
Instead of preaching the law of Moses, Peter just preached salvation. 3,000 were added unto their number that day. And I tell you, that's what we're coming into. A time of perfect preaching with no condemnation. And that's been the biggest temptation of us, the prophetic people. The prophetic people, we have such tremendous vision. There's so many prophets. There's so many people that see. You know, you get into the glory of God and you can see everything wrong with everyone around you. And you want to nitpick and you want to poke and you want to attack. And I'm telling you, having prophetic eagle vision and still loving unconditionally is becoming God-like. And that's what the sons of God and the daughters of Zion are coming into this season. Loving perfectly unconditionally with perfect eagle vision. Is eagle vision just for the prophets? No, it's for everyone. I counsel for you to buy eye salve, the anointing on your eyes. Blazing fire, burning through your eyes. Your eyes are the window of the soul. How pure is your soul? That's how pure your vision is. There's just nothing in there except God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit inside your soul. You're filled in all your body with the Godhead made full. The standard height of Christ's own perfection. You're walking in Him. He's walking in you. And the two are one flesh. It's a marriage covenant, the new covenant. You can't go wrong when you're in first love. No matter how misunderstood you get because you're so drunk on love, it doesn't matter. Because you're pleasing the Father because you're drunk on love. The human beings are in sin anyway. That's why just staying drunk is the safest thing to do until His whole Word is written on your heart and you can see past everything wrong and everyone around you and love unconditionally. You'll just fly with the great white eagle. You'll fly in love. You know what the love of God is? Favor. Everyone's looking for it. They're looking for it in the success of business. They're looking for it in family. They're looking for it in everything, in every aspect of society. Love is the answer for everything. And God is love. Until we demonstrate that perfect love like a river of glory from our bellies, through our hearts and minds transfigured by love, people are going to be on some counterfeit. They're going to be on drugs, alcohol, sexual morality. They're going to be on religion. I mean, they go to church looking for love. Come on. They go to church, most of them, just to find a spouse seen that a hundred thousand times and that's not even a bad thing (laughs) it's the best place probably to find a spouse someone that's really a Christian speaks in tongues loves reading the Bible you know (laughs) make sure you're not unequally yoked (laughs) hallelujah someone that will pray with you and fall in love because the whole new covenant really is a love story it is a love story how much the king loves you. (laughs) And it's way more than you need. It's so much that you're drunk and you're overflowing and people around you that shouldn't believe that stuff because they're secular and they're into all kinds of worldly activity, they get touched because you're so overflowing in love. You have to understand the Bible as a love letter to you. (laughs) Because religion has made it some kind of work. Religion has made it like a do-do spell. You know, if you don't read your word, you feel condemned. Okay, just get the demon out of you. Get your heart back into the river. Have a drink. 
Lay hands on your spirit and say, I'm sorry, Lord, for straying into Egypt of religion. I know it's all about Zion. I got into some works. I got into some religious spirits, some condemnation. Thank you for getting that all off me today. Bam! I'm set free by your love. And my spirit is energized with the anointing. And that's his mercies new every morning. I tell you the truth, he's given you more anointing than you need. It's not just a little dabble do. God is always the God of more than enough. El Shaddai, that's what that name means. Way more than you even need. He doesn't spoil you, but He spoils you. He doesn't ruin you. He doesn't spare the rod of discipline. His discipline is so that you only rely on His anointing. Because everything else is just demons and death. Because He doesn't want you to kill yourself on some sin. <laughs> he loves you so much, He'll send you warning signs being like, Don't go that direction. Don't go down that path. Stay reliant on the anointing. Unless the anointing builds the house, the laborers labor in vain. Unless the anointing guards the house of whatever you're building with your life and your blood on earth. What are you building with your blood on earth? The energy in your blood. The energy coursing through your veins and your arteries. What are you building with your life energy? Partner with God. That's the new covenant. And maybe just have a fresh commitment today to Jesus Christ. Lord, I renew my marriage vows. I renew my marriage covenant with you, Jesus. I will only build with you that I don't waste my life on anything that's not built by the anointing. I want to be great in the kingdom. I want to have eternal rewards. I want to know the Godhead face to face on earth as it is in heaven. Protect me from all the temptations of the evil one that are just mirages of success in the natural realm. Let the anointing prosper me, that I don't get into some kind of contract of death, that I don't get into some kind of self-effort, some kind of humanism. May every single one of you walk with Jesus Christ perfectly, because there's more than enough anointing in your spirit to walk with God perfectly every day. His mercies, His oil, fresh oil, fresh anointing, burning through your heart. More Word. You fill your whole spirit up with as much Word as you want. If you're hungry and thirsty, you'll be filled, it is written. If you're not hungry and thirsty, well, you just go to, through the school of hard knocks and go out there and get beat up by the demons a little bit until it's like, man, I guess I really do need Jesus more than anything in the world. Yes, that's what it means in the first commandment. You shall have no other gods. Nothing is more valuable or precious or important to you than Jesus Christ. So that His, his name is written on your foreheads. <laughs> so that your God is Jesus, so much so that everything He is as a person, the King and His glory, is blazing through your countenance. And then everything you do on the earth is just added unto you automatically. Seek first the kingdom and His righteousness, and all the stuff of the natural realm that people slave for will be added unto you automatically. When you seek the anointed one in His anointing, and you let Him lead your life, being spirit-led and not, well, human thought-led. 
human reasoning led. That is the most deceptive killer of the Christians as being a good steward in your own human reasoning and not trusting and taking a leap of faith by following the anointing. That's the number one killer of Christians. Disobedience to the anointing by reasoning it away in your own mind. They reason God's anointing away. They say no to the anointing. It is the most grievous thing that 98% of Christians do on a daily basis. They use human logic to reason away the anointing. The anointing is not logical. The wisdom of God is of the third heaven. The wisdom of men is of the earth. It's earthly and demonic. The Bible calls it diabolical. Human wisdom is diabolical. Human reasoning is diabolical. It's what cuts you off from experiencing a greater glory through your hearts and minds every day. Repent and return to the anointed one with all your heart and take a leap of faith and obey the anointing and whatever he burns through your heart. May all your childhood dreams come true. Everything you desired when you were a pure, perfect virgin in your heart and all of that stuff that God placed in your spirit before the world killed you, let it be resurrected today in power. That's God's plan for your life. There's enough anointing here so that your childhood dreams can come true and you don't have to compromise because of a fallen Babylon, the great world system. I tell you the truth, the promised land is possible for every single one of you. We usher it in in this generation. And it's going to take courage and boldness because nobody's done this before. You're going to have to pioneer it by following your heart and letting the anointing burn through your heart. And the anointing will confront every lying demon that opposes your destiny. But you're not alone. You're in blood covenant. And God the Father is in your spirit so the Almighty can slaughter everything that comes against your dreams, that comes against God's plan for your life, that comes against your success and your victory in conquering the natural dimension. Amen. I tell you the truth. Seed time and harvest is forever. Genesis 8.12 And it's not just about sowing and reaping finances. It's about sowing and reaping every word of God written on your heart and fulfilled in the natural realm, heaven on earth. The word of God framed the heavens and framed the earth. It is written. Well, then the angels fell and you got chaos and you got darkness and you got people trapped under the dust of the earth and you got religion and temples of religion and every corner in America bewitching people with externalism, with God-outside-minded bewitchment. Most of them are serving Lucifer and not Jesus and they don't even know the difference. But they know the difference when they're confronted with the glory of God, whatever comes out of their heart, and it's usually murder. It's usually death. It's usually blasphemy because they're serving the religious devil instead of the anointed one and his anointing. So the situation is like completely backwards everywhere in the world. But guess what? It's a perfect opportunity for the sons of God to manifest and just flip the tables over of their minds and show them and demonstrate to everyone what real Christianity is, what the apostles walked in, why they were called renegades, unlearned babblers, as they were writing scripture, the men of Athens, the most highly educated people in the planet, calling the Apostle Paul in Acts 17 an unlearned babbler, but he's writing perfect scripture. 
He's a perfect apostolic witness of the third heaven and the throne of God. And the most educated men are calling him an unlearned babbler. Are they calling you an unlearned babbler? You're with good company. Are they calling you rebellious towards authority? That you're not submitted to some, you know, gray-headed pastor somewhere in some organization? You're in good company. That's what they called Paul and Barnabas. Renegades. Rebellious men. They wouldn't submit to any demon, any devil, any principality of the heavenly sphere. They came in knowing that they were from God and that everything in that region belonged to them and no one else. And they just caused earthquakes and riots everywhere they went. Will that kind of confidence rise up in your spirit today? That kind of confidence that everything of the devil's kingdom attacks you, but you don't care because you've been sent from God in the name of Jesus Christ. Let divine confidence rise in your belly, consume your hearts, consume your minds, and let the mightiest demonstrations of the Holy Spirit, the sons of God, come forth everywhere in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.